You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. are back and it is officially 2017 ad mr klein schmidt did you miss me i mean it was a week you know actually i took an extra week off it was oh two, two weeks. weeks uh then yeah actually, then the you one know week what I, took, I did the one week i took off it felt like i talked to you enough though like we had a conference call we talked on uh we yeah we did we texted so yeah I yeah we did some stuff there was, podcast there was, things had to happen exactly so yeah so so yeah i, I pseudo missed you man of course. Why not? I don't know. I didn't miss you, buddy. Oh. Oh, that's fine. No one does. No one does. And why would you until I'm gone? So how were your holidays? What'd you do? They were good, man. I, I stayed local. I stayed yeah, in New York City. I did that. not travel. And a uh, bunch of movies, bunch of sleeping in, and uh, got some great gifts from, from the lady. And, and uh, it was fun, man. It was it was really cool. We had decent weather, and you know, it was, yeah. it was good, man. What My about you? My lady got a Roomba. You bought her a Roomba? I did not buy her a Roomba. Santa got her a Roomba. Santa got her a Roomba, and by Santa, I mean my mother. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it was a funny story, because like, she was like, I wonder if, like, because we have, like, you know, we have dogs. Do you have, do you have carpeting or hardwood floors? I'm mostly hardwood in my house. Okay, cool. So it's easier to clean up yeah, yeah. Than, than a carpet. But we have dogs, two dogs, and there's dog hair, and, and the new dog has white white fur, so like I literally like, have yeah, you're just like constantly of, like, white hair on me. Like, jeez. So she was like... Um, so she's like, oh, I wonder if we could get like a Roomba just kind of like to tidy up in between like, you know, my major cleanings and stuff like that. And, and I was like, a Roomba seems awfully expensive to do that. So like, it was just one of those things she kind of joked about, like, because like, who knows if a Roomba really works or anything like that. I heard good things. Uh, they're not that bad after using it, I got to say. like, And they're know, programmed to like memorize the... You can schedule them to go off at certain times and they go back and they redock themselves and like the bigger models have apps and all that kind of stuff. But like, she was just like, yeah, so uh, I figured out what we're going to do for Christmas. Uh, I'm going to buy you a Roomba and you're going to buy me a Roomba alluding to we each go half and half on a Roomba. Right, right. And I'm like, I don't want a Roomba. I have no desire for a Roomba. Um, but like, literally as this conversation was unfolding, my mom had texted me and said, hey, what do you want for Christmas or what do you need for Christmas? I said, apparently I want a Roomba and that's apparently and how And there it is. And next thing I know, I have a goddamn Roomba. Um, cause <laughs> so does it, are your dogs getting along with this Roomba? Because I know well, it's a pretty yes. festive thing for animals. It's not as loud as an actual vacuum cleaner so they're not scared of it. But like, they are very, very curious and I have one dog that likes to bark at everything. Like I wheel, I used to wheel out the lawnmower, not even turn it on yet, and he'd go rape shit. Like, yeah. So. Now, now, are you gonna dress it up like the little sweepy droid from Star Wars? No, or it's not gonna be a DJ room, but like Parks and Rec yeah. either. But it was named Monica. Okay, that's um, a name. Monica with a K. Monica, as in Monica Geller from Friends, who oh, was very, okay. who was a very anal retentive, tidy woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife decided to name her Monica after Monica Geller from Friends. Wow, I don't know, dude. Did Listen, not know Monica's last name on the show. We all got well. Ross Geller, her brother, and their I brothers, don't know Monica any of their Geller. last names. Phoebe, Phoebe. If if I hear Phoebe, I go Phoebe Cates. I that's thought Phoebe first. Cates too, yeah. or Phoebe Snow. Yeah. Um, but I don't know hers. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I only know uh, and Joey Tribbiani. He had a crazy Italian name. Tri- Tribbiani, okay. Tribbiani, and Ross Geller, and who was the other one? Matthew Perry. Jo- uh, Joey. Matthew Tribbiani. Perry. Yeah, what, what was his character's name? Um, Jeez, yeah. I don't even remember. There's Phoebe, Joey, Monica, Ross. I love anybody. Rachel. Anyone who's listening to this podcast is like freaking out right now. Oh, yeah, you know? we're totally getting screamed at through this. Like, <laughs> how do you not know his name was blah, blah, blah. Oh, my blah. God, what was his name? I don't know. Matthew, Matthew Perry's, Perry's name. name was... Ross... 
No. No, no, no I'm just recounting. Oh. Ross, Rachel, Monica, Joey, Phoebe, and... Sloppy. Uh, we got to look it up. I it's going to bother it's me. I know. It's, oh, it's killing me. So, yeah. So, I so got anyway, a holidays were good. You got a Roomba. Cool. Very cool. cool. Got a Roomba. Went to D.C. for... for uh, yeah, I saw that. You were down uh, traveling You know, they did something really cool. The Smithsonian Museum, the National Museum, the big museum down there. They uh, decorate. They decorate all their trees and lights. They have all these different areas. And, you know, NBC will sponsor this section. And the power grid company will sponsor that section and all that kind of stuff. So, literally, and it's at night and it's open to the public. So, you're walking through it and literally you're, everything's covered in Oh, lights. it's very cool. Yeah, it was very, very cool. And a bunch of kids were there because, you know, it's a, it's a fun place to take your kids. Wish I would have known you were going to D.C., man. I, I just became friends with this guy from NASA when I did the the hidden figures junket. Okay. And uh, next time I go to DC, I'm going to go check it out. Go check out some NASA stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. like, I can go with you again. Yeah, all right. Let's but do there's it. There's no like Let's present a show down in DC, man. <laughs> DC Improv. Well, uh, okay. I got a place okay. to stay. So I got the names from you want to go first name and last name of the other cast of friends? Yeah, sure. Okay, we got Rachel. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. D- no idea last what name. any of their last names are. Green. As in Rachel Green. Rachel Green, okay. Courtney Cox. Yeah. Monica Geller. We are okay, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt LeBlanc. Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. Nailed it. David Schwimmer was Ross Geller. Right? Ross Geller. Ah Lisa Kudrow Phoebe. Phoebe Buffet. That's right. Buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matthew Perry. Yeah, uh, I hate when you know it and I don't. Like I'm looking at your face because you're I know because you're relieved I'm right now. Exactly. You're, you're like, oh I'm so relieved. <laughs> What is it? What is it? Chandler. Chandler, of course. Chandler Bing. God Chandler damn. Bing. That show was on the air for like 10 seasons. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so. yeah I, I, I will say this. I never watched that show in real time when it was out. Uh, oh, really? But I, I started catching reruns. My wife's a fan. And, and I, I really got into it. And then it was on Netflix. And, and we just plowed through it, man. It was a fun show. Yeah. I mean, you could tell when it jumps a shark. And oh, you could, dude. Like, like, but, but there were some really great moments. Every kind of loses steam around like season like five. Mm-hmm. You know, either, like major players leave. Tell that to Red Dwarf. Executive producers Eight leave. Eight seasons strong now. Leave. And then came back years later know, for two man. more seasons. I don't know. Like, you know. Like, yeah. Like sure. How I Met Your Mother. Love that show until that season six. Yeah. Uh. Modern Family, great show, and then but the but the producing duo of Levitan and Lloyd, yep, they Christopher of, Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd, not the Christopher Lloyd, but a, his name is Christopher Lloyd, Steve Levitan, great, very cutting edge sitcom until like season four or five where you're just like, eh, it's kind of going like, where's it going? And Christopher Lloyd actually left. I did not know that, so it was only Levitan only. But those guys had a very tumultuous relationship, from what I understand, um, to the point where. One week Levitan would run the show, and the next week Lloyd would, mm. and they'd swap off. They actually wouldn't be together at the same time. Interesting. And I think uh, eventually one of them just kind of bowed out and, and left. But it's crazy how big the kids have all gotten, man. Oh, dude, I, I mean, watching like, an episode now, I was like, whoa! I didn't even like. Were they even a baby on the show? And then like, it's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like they're all like growing. They're all like in high school, and some have graduated, and some are in college, and it's nuts. Well, Matt, we've got to uh, inform everyone who's on the podcast this yes. week. It's uh, Sarah Colonna from uh, Chelsea Lately. You might know her best from. She has t- two best-selling books. She They're was fantastic. from Red Dwarf. Definitely not from Red Dwarf. She was from How I Met Your Mother. No. Friends. No. She dated Chandler on Friends. She did not, but no. she did marry the punter from, from the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. I knew that. I didn't know that. I totally guessed. 
Well, you guessed right. For the well, she's well, got a great for, story about how so they met, which she tells us in the interview. Minnesota Vikings, really cool. like Chris Cluey from Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> that was his name, right? He was like the guy that like played Warcraft all the time and wrote the open letter to the guy from the Baltimore Ravens about his homophobia. Yeah, yeah, that, I, that, I remember that guy. <laughs> Dude, I know sports. Anyway, I know fucking sports. Sarah's awesome. Sarah's awesome. I hadn't seen her in in a in a hot minute. It'd been a several years, so it was good to have her back. And uh, we have a great conversation. Very funny. She tells some great stories about the writers' room. Yeah, you know, at, at Chelsea lately. I can only then, imagine what the writers' room at Chelsea lately was. Well, she's gonna tell you all about it. Man. I know. That's why I'm looking forward to this interview. So here it comes. Here it is. Sarah Klon, everyone. All right, super excited for this interview, uh, meeting up once again with Sarah Kalana. It's been uh, too long. It feels like centuries, but as you reminded me, it's been uh, like weeks. Yeah, yeah, four <laughs> years, I think, four I think, years. I don't know what age it is, but when you hit that age and things are just a blur and you can't remember. I hit that a long time ago. Oh, I think no, it's no. like 25. <laughs> no, my, yeah, my, my grandma's like 90, so I consider her like old. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I know what you mean. 25 is a good... That's a good year because, like, I remember my immune system shutting down. My, <laughs> uh, you know, I would get fatter quicker, you know, but just in time to rent that car to, yeah. to shuttle myself around. Yeah, guess, exactly. Right? Yeah, you're <laughs> just in time to be on your own to figure it out. But what, since then, congratulations! You've been married. You got married. Yeah, I got married just a few months ago. I love this, and and uh, I got to give you huge props because. You know, most people like to go for, you know, the guitar player, the lead singer, but you're like, fuck that. I want the drummer. <laughs> and by drummer, I mean punter. <laughs> and that is, uh, that's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. What a cool. So how did this all, if I could ask, you know, how did this all kind of go down? Because uh, it, it's uh, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah, it's yeah. a funny story, actually. Um, he, so when I was, like, when I met you, I was probably still working on Chelsea lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And um, uh, he used to watch the show. It's <laughs> so great. And he, um, he just, I mean, he claims that he just like knew, which is, you know, I had a hard time believing that until I actually met him and then he's just not full of shit. So I was like, oh, you're actually like the best, you know? Sure. Um, but he had, he plays for the Seahawks right. and so he was, um, we can call him Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, Mr. Mr. John Mr. Ryan. Ryan. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> he, um, it was the national championship game a couple years ago that um, Ross Matthews was there, who was also on okay. the Chelsea show. And uh, John recognized him and walked up to him and he said, will you put in a good word with Sarah Colonna for me? Yes, I love this guy. <laughs> I know. And I love this guy. Ross said, win, and then I will. And then they won. And uh, he like they they manifested it over Twitter and um, we ended up started talking. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Fuck dating sites, man. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> and I didn't, you know, when he when I got this like, you know, random tweet from this football player who I had actually was following already because he had something he had mess you know like tweeted or something show or something yeah he had something before um that i hadn't but i hadn't really like paid attention i didn't really i don't i didn't follow football um yeah specifically no you're Seahawks. a baseball girl so huge baseball yeah. girl yeah and like football i mean i like i always mm -hmm. liked it but i just didn't have a team you know right um i grew up in arkansas we didn't have a team and then i live in los angeles they just now got yeah, a yeah they just finally <laughs> now got a team um uh, so anyway, so I, I just thought like, oh, this is silly. This is some athlete trying to be gross on Twitter, you know? Um, but I was like, I you was hear cute, the tales, you know, you hear yeah, the tales. exactly. I was like, I'll flirt with him for a second, whatever. And sure. then once we started talking more, I realized 
he's got a great sense of humor. He's awesome, you know. And then we finally met in person, actually, like a month later, oh, and went out. Yeah, that's so cool. What a yeah. great story. Yeah. Oh, I love that he just had the ball. He was like, "That's it. The storm going for it. I'm making it happen." I know. Mission complete. I'm like, you kind of stalked delivered. me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I guess that term could be used loosely. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> hey, look, if he was a fan of the show and you were just on the show all the time, you know, you can't really count it as stalking. No, that's think, true. You know? Yeah. <laughs> to defend him, I want to defend him. You did a good job. Right. <laughs> um, and I got to say, he's like, uh, is he the only, I feel like he's the only punter that ever threw a touchdown pass in the playoffs. He is. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good little. So I love those little nooks and crannies stats. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. It's a cool one. All about directional punting. And and uh, I, I was a big uh, field goal kicker guy. So like I was always huge into whoever the field goal kicker and the punters yeah. were because they were just the dudes that were either soccer players, which I played my whole life. Yeah. And, and they're like, well, you can't make any money playing soccer. So I'm going to go kick this ball into this, you know, thing. And, yeah. And just make millions. So yeah. that's yeah. Yeah, Hauschka, who was their kicker, mm-hmm. um, he uh he was a soccer player. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like so they've gotta be like super tight. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. did you pronounce Hauschka's name wrong like for a long time? And did he have to like correct you? And can you spell it? I can. It's H-A-U-S-C-H-K-A. Nice. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm a good wife. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. I don't think I ever pronounced it because I don't think I even really, you know, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, pay, te- yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. pay enough attention. And then <laughs> when I met him, I was like, oh, his name's Hauschka. Got it. Okay. <laughs> it would have been so great if, if you would have surprised uh, John with like a jersey, but you got the Hauschka one and you're like, oh, shit, my bad. I'm so sorry. They didn't have it available on the site. <laughs> that would have been great. They have, for some reason, they, they look nothing alike, but people right. um, confuse them still. Like, people will be like, Steve to John. And yeah, like, yeah. That's a different person in a different position, and I don't look anything like him. Well, congratulations <laughs> on all that. Very cool story. Thanks. And, and thanks for sharing that. And, and, uh, and yeah, just that's a fun, that's got to be a cool thing. So, is it awesome being married? Like, do you like it? Do you feel like it's uh, it's influenced your comedy now? Do you, you're yeah. talking about it a bunch more when you're out on stage and and all those other comedians that have been talking about being married for a long time. Are you finally like, oh yeah, I get it now. Like every joke's funnier. Right. Yeah. I don't. I mean, it doesn't feel that different to me. Okay. Um, to be married. I mean, it's like I, I sometimes have to go like, oh, I said my husband. That's weird. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It that's kinda, that's weird. Especially since I'm 41 and this is my first marriage. So it's like I waited. You know. So it's not. I don't know. It just seems like it's an adjustment when you've sort of gone your whole life without ever saying that. I guess. You right. know. Um. But, uh, yeah, and I think that's the best part about it for material-wise is more, like, that aspect of it for me. Um, you know, like, going, having a wedding and everyone sort of telling you to, like, to throw the bouquet and to do this. And you're like, I don't have fucking have anyone to throw it to. They're all married some 40 i'm glad like, you said married not dead that yeah, would have been real weird yeah no that would have been sad yeah <laughs> this would have gotten i would have been like, like oh, oh man i forgot the balloons <laughs> i needed to bring candy i don't know yeah so um, i like that aspect of it is mm-hmm. sort of it's a that's kind of more of my I guess my angle on on talking about marriage and stuff right now just because i'm sort sure. of adjusting to it it's new yeah, yeah this is fresh yeah, it's but new. months old. Yeah, just a few months old, and we don't mm. even you know live together all the time. So yeah, um, 
So is that, uh, uh, you, you know, being a comedian and were you a road warrior in the early days, like pre Chelsea and stuff? And when you decided, Hey, I want to do comedy, were, were you like, did you want to be a gunslinger out on the road or did you want to kind of find a way to work behind the scenes or a little or, bit of both? I had yeah. got, I mean, I'd gone out a bunch and like opened for people, mm-hmm. but I wasn't headlining, um, yet and I wasn't getting those gigs, you know? Mm-hmm. So it took probably, it took Chelsea, it took that exposure from that show for me to be able to get booked seriously as my you know as a headliner because otherwise it was like yeah she opened she was great but you know no one's gonna throw you an hour um i know that fan i yeah. know that feeling as an opening band you're yeah. like just played to twenty thousand. yeah four people bought albums great right. thanks everybody <laughs> uh, those yeah. were fake cheers yeah so they uh so it definitely took that to get to where i was out and then so then i was really building it so then i really had to be you know i just wanted to go on the road as much as possible sure. um, but it was it was tricky because you know you had a full-time job and mm-hmm. they, obviously they want you to be there so we sort of had to all the writers because all of us were doing that going on the road so we all sort of had to coordinate it like okay don't all be gone the same weekend you know right, right. Not, you're only going to miss friday and we didn't even shoot a show but still it was you know they wanted you to, you want wanted you to be there to do well, well talk about the writers for that show if you could because there's a plethora of names obviously that yeah. were involved and and uh people only saw what was in front of the camera most of the time until you guys decided to take it behind camera yeah. a little bit but uh you know a lot of people we know everyone who's appeared on it, but who are some of the writers that kind of you know were great or work behind the scenes that don't get enough love you think and um, i mean obviously a lot of comedians involved right yeah like uh like jen kirkman who's mm-hmm. great and she's doing really well um uh chris frangiola was always one of the he always had some right. of the, the best uh he had like the best one-liners, you know, and and in that those were the things that would like fly out of Chelsea's mouth, like really, you know, a one-liner like z- zinging someone, and um, he was great with those. Uh, I give him a lot of credit for those, and he goes and he's on the road a lot too now. Um, and then I think one of the biggest names that like has been doing different things out of it was is fortune feemster oh yeah you know because she really she's she, making a name for herself she man. really she's is blowing up I yeah love it. she's doing a lot of Very um, funny. a lot of acting work you mm-hmm. know and she's gotten a lot because she's just so lovable and mm-hmm. she's just so funny and she was such a joy to work with because she was just always in a good mood and certainly as you know comedians can be pretty fucking grouchy so <laughs> and a writer's room can be grouchy and it sure. can be like people all you know clamoring to get the you know their joke in or whatever um which i was never good at i'd just sit back and let everyone scream and then i'd go write mine and you know then they'd get on the show so you're like you're fine but deadly right silent but deadly it's a good method they're still getting in there but you're just i was just never good at like yeah screaming over everyone else especially at nine in the morning i'm like why are we yelling (laughs) (laughs) well first of all why are we here at nine in the morning yeah agreed to this yeah why are we we're supposed to be comedians (laughs) um and like heather mcdonald who's and she's been it's funny she took a turn where she's now doing this big podcast herself and that's um doing great for her on a on the road it's like really you know packing in shows and stuff so um everyone's sort of taken their own route you know Mm -hmm. which is cool um but what a great magical breeding ground i mean everybody involved on doing stuff now you know josh wolf tj yeah yeah anybody who's ever appeared on the show i feel like has gone on yeah joe coy you know and i think great what it was about that show is just that there was there all these comedians with a lot of talent and she Chelsea knew a lot of them mm-hmm. um obviously and then a lot she met through doing her show and you know sure. um the guy that booked the comedians Michael Cox I give him so much credit cuz he was always and still is he does it for Fallon now and um he's always 
he goes to a comedy club probably five nights a week. It's I mean, crazy. I would kill myself, but <laughs> he loves it, you know, and he, cause he's always really act. He's the one of those people that's actually trying to bring voices out, you right. know? And so very commendable. Yeah. yeah. And so to have that opportunity that was just the first time there was a show like that, where there was three comics a night sitting next to the host. Right getting exposure that's a lot they, of booking you know, Lonnie love you know like that's just right. every, so it's like all these that's why I think you know obviously that's a tribute to Chelsea having the show um but the people themselves are so so talented they were finally getting a place to to do it you know and if you got on that show you knew that like hey do a good job because she'll have me back right um, she'll have you back it, when you go out on the road your numbers are going to be bigger yeah I mean, exposure is fantastic yeah like, for sure all benefits i mean i just i was bartending when i first got on that show still i mean i was uh, doing where stuff was your spot where were you where were you bartending i was at, at? the formosa cafe okay in i don't west know hollywood okay yeah it's a cool place it's been there forever yeah um and i felt like i was there forever but <laughs> <laughs> my boss he was i'm still friends with him he was okay the i was gonna say is everything good yeah did you, did you end amicably yeah yeah, yeah it was funny because i was there so long but like he um he knew what i did and obviously and so he was really good about i got little jobs here and there or right. i was working on this hidden camera show scare tactics oh yeah sure I, yeah i was gonna bring it up but yeah. you beat it to the punch yeah he <laughs> and he would like you know they'd give me a day's notice and he'd be like sure cover your shift yeah like you know he was good about it because i was getting work enough to where even sometimes people would be like oh i think i've seen you on set you know it's good for business it's, you gotta yeah, tell that you right? gotta convince the boss hey just i'm just saying more people are gonna come in you'll see <laughs> um but once i was on chelsea doing roundtable mm-hmm. quite a bit then they asked me to become a writer and right. and um in a pool and i was again. basically just having like at that point i was just doing i think still one shift a week because i just i was one of those people who never trusted anything i was like i was still i'm not gonna let go of this is gonna go away income yeah it's too good to be true so when i told him about the writing job i said so i could you know i could like still work here on saturdays or whatever and he was like sarah <laughs> you, you got your full-time writing job go like just go respect by the way saturdays <laughs> yeah good for I, I you. Mean, <laughs> That's, well i mean that is the money night right yeah so. i was trying to and he was like you're not gonna work a full-time job and mm-hmm. then come here on the weekends like this is what the point is this is not your lifetime job this is and i was like but what if and he's like just fucking leave like go and he, of course there's no way i could have done it i mean we worked even though it probably seems like i know that a lot of people i mean you know better than anyone but like a lot of people who watch the show are like hey you guys just like yeah just show go up. in at like yeah. three and leave and i'm like no we're there like nine to six and you know um, day, every day fighting it out yeah you know, yeah uh, some days easier than others yeah. or whatever but um it was certainly you know it's like saying you got your whatever a full-time job at a bank and then you're like i think i was all time you know also throw in a shift on the weekend right no you know you just take your job finally so it took me a while to let go of that because that's like that security of like i just that's the only place i knew for sure was always going to be there right you know yeah now if if i go into said bar is there a stool with your name on it like is there is there any there's not but there should be plaque or some acknowledgement like well my headshot is up okay which is funny that's a start it's funny Yeah. yeah now i gotta ask you this question because i've always wondered this right um how does the headshot thing go down, right? Because I live here in New York, and every yeah. diner you go in, there's a million oh, yeah. headshots. You're like, I'm like, there's no way Mariah Carey came here. No, there's just just no or way. Or like the dry cleaners, and right? You're the like... dry cleaners, the you know whatever. Yeah. Restaurant. 
and I'm thinking to myself, like, there's, there's just no way. So how does that work? Because well, your headshots are, do they ask for it? You send it? Do you bring it in framed? Like, he like, told me I had to bring one in once I finally like quit and had a you know full-time like Hollywood job or whatever. Right. He was like, you have to bring one in. But that place is a little bit different because it's been there since like the 30s. Okay. It's where they shot that movie, L.A. Confidential. Oh, it's, sure. It's this, so oh, you know what? I know this place now. Yeah, Absolutely. it's kind of a historic... Um, in Hollywood, you know, place that where they used to be across, it used to be the Warner Brothers lot across mm-hmm. the street. So it was, I mean, literally Marilyn Monroe hung out there. So it was like all these people. So it has pictures so of pictures Lucille Ball and it's like, and they're all black and white and it's all these, they have photos and all those people were there, you know? So it became, it's been you. a thing there for a long time. Yeah, I'm like on like, you know, like by the patio You're or on the back side of the Marilyn Monroe one. <laughs> they actually have to flip it around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, oh, Sarah's coming in. Flip that over. <laughs> no, man, you made it. That's yeah. cool. That's so gonna be funny. Cool yeah, feeling. yeah. I was, I mean, I resisted it because I was like, that's ridiculous that you want my photo up here. But, you know, he had more like recent people up obviously like a right know, you know but yeah i think i'm somewhere by like the back patio you know on the way <laughs> near, near the exit or oh, something no not not where the people go and throw up if they've had too much right <laughs> probably that... right about there yeah <laughs> oh well still re- very cool very cool and and what did you say like what did you write to them did you write anything on it or you just give them a blank headshot i just gave them a blank yeah. one i think yeah mark yeah. the date of your last shift yeah a- amen i know <laughs> yeah that was definitely uh, a lot of people came in for that mm-hmm. a lot i'm pretty sure i didn't like i'm positive i didn't ring up enough drinks you know like i was giving drinks away what but he didn't care he was like whatever just get out of here you know <laughs> just have your final have your final <laughs> bash here all right so you move on from that you obviously got this nice full-time gig and even since then you've uh, got yourself paper cuts you write a book uh-huh. you know and now you're double dipping with the paper cuts you have a second book yep and uh how many books we got in you uh, i don't know i mean it's funny because um so i left the show about a year before it went off the air as a writer, but I was still on it, so right. no one even right. noticed. But um, I mean, I noticed. But I left because I was like, okay, you know, when you are trying to do other stuff, it you have to be respectful of the fact that well, you have a full time job. So I sort of sat down with them and I was like, look, I I kind of want to keep this going, but I don't, you know, I feel like if I'm here, I'm not able to, or if I'm going to be, I can't work on something like at my computer when I'm supposed to be working here. It's not right. You know? So, um, and Chelsea totally got that. I was on, you know, I was back on the round table the next week after, you know, still like I was there all the time still. So, um, they got that. And I think, um, uh, what am I going with this? Oh, so then I decided my, that's when my book agent said, well, now let's do another book since you have time. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't know when I would do it, you know? And then, I wondered like how what am I going to write about though I said I don't know if I even have enough stories I just gave you you know everything yeah basically covered it up up to like that point I had felt um but then I I like looked back and even though I'm really proud of my first book it was you know it was my first one and um I started thinking about things that I could like tonally do different in a second one and by the time when I sat down and started writing stories I was like oh I've Apparently I have plenty, you know, right. and I didn't, I was never struggling for one. I mean, that's great. I ended up writing an entire chapter about having to put my cat down, which is like <laughs> totally a bummer. But, um, I kind of wanted, I was, you know, I had just quit my full-time job. I was single still, which I was liking, mm-hmm. but nobody seemed 
on board with that. So, yeah, okay. Nobody believes you when you say you're happy and you're single. They're like, yeah. oh, but you're not. And you're like, no, I fuck, I'm having a great time. It's fine. Like, so like the is... people are like, oh, high school ruled, man. Yeah. Uh, Tuna's yeah. the best ever. Yeah. I actually did genuinely have fun in high school, but no one ever believes me. Really? I'm That's like, funny. I'm like, it's one big sleepover. It's like all your friends in one place all fucking day. It's and true. And I could run down the halls and entertain them and be a jackass and like, what what better place to do it? And there's no consequences, really. Yeah, in and you could piss off authority. Yeah. To be an idiot. Yeah, sure. That's true. That's a yeah. good point. It yeah. was great. Yeah. Loved it. And that's But I know what similar. you're saying about this the single thing, because yeah, yeah, people don't believe that. Yeah. But the good thing is I I found that's what I kind of started more writing it about. Like I wasn't I didn't want to just write a book about dating because I not I mean, I didn't do that with my first one either. And I didn't I don't know. I just was like I want it to be something to it. And so it kind of started as I was writing it. It was basically like, well, I got to come up with shit because I said I'd write it and I got a book deal. Right? So right, right. Um, I was like, oh, this is that's the, my angle is sort of more like I'm trying to just enjoy my life. But like people keep questioning me at every corner because I'm getting older. So they're like, well, what's what about this? And what about this? And then you do find yourself like I had to put my cat down and it was, you know, it was all it was like miserable to have to do that by yourself yeah and even though no of course, one to console with yeah i mean your I, cat anymore yeah no i know that's the <laughs> one sucks. thing i always turn to and i'm like well shit now he's you know and um i mean i had great friends during it and all mm. that stuff but there's just you know it was like ugh, i described it in the book it was kind of a bummer but it was like he had i guess all cats end up basically getting kidney failure when they're older he was like 16 um it's uh, it's long that's a long life yeah and so i had to put you know like a fluid in him for a while but and so and there's like this iv thing and usually it's it's, a, it's clearly a two-person job yeah. but i had to like hang <laughs> hanging over a hanger i mean it was this fucking most pathetic thing see this is when i wish we had the hidden camera show yeah so we could videotape you trying to rig some contraption uh, we're like all right if i just press on this the marble will roll down the spoon i mean the, that's what was tree, happening this is all gonna go down yeah it was very unpleasant <laughs> um it didn't ha- i mean it didn't go on for too long but you yeah. know it had to go on for a little bit and i was just like oh jesus christ so i found stories like that yeah actually making them funny and they're endearing too people yeah. can relate to this stuff you yeah know? it's like that was you know, my i had main two thing. cats growing up and when they died it sucked man and, yeah you know and I think that was my main thing, what you just said, is wanting everyone to be able to relate to it. So sure. I found myself being able to tell these stories and then um, super proud of, of that book now. And then I met my husband now. Um, book number three. While I was there writing it. it. So okay. it ended with me meeting him, which um, was kind of cool because then by the time it came out, we were engaged and mm-hmm. people were like, had just finished reading it and then they were Googling and, and then like tweeting me and like, Hey, do, are you guys still together? I need to know and all this stuff. Or, <laughs> or if they saw the engagement announcement thing, they were like, Oh my God, that's, you know, we're so happy. Like we didn't want this to happen. You guys have broken up. Like, um, so that was kind of cool too. Um, but now I don't know. I don't think I know what an angle would be on one right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm working with someone else on her book. Oh, okay. Um, a little ghostwriting action or it's like a well, combo pack. It's a combo. So I'm allowed to say it's Demi Lovato. Sure. Yeah. And so, um, it's, yeah, I'm working with her, so awesome, I, I'm getting man. credit and all that stuff. So she has a great voice, by the way. Yeah, a, she, I, she uh, really does. I, I don't want to say I'm a closeted fan because I'll just I, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. If you like something, you just like it. And yeah, story, and I like Demi Lovato. I think she's great. Her voice is it, it's uh, awesome. Man. It's amazing. Last and album was great. Yeah, I went uh, I went to a concert. I'll say, and I was, <laughs> I was like, I feel like I'm a hundred fucking years old going to this well, thing. Yeah, it was like yeah. her and um, what was her and uh, oh, Jesus, Nick Jonas. Okay, yeah. And 
but I had the best time. It was mm-hmm. super fun. And I was just, even I'd obviously listened to her voice and seen her, I mean, sure, right. But live, I was just like, holy shit, this girl has yeah, pipes. She's got some pipes. <laughs> she man. really does. Yep. Yeah. And she's really interesting. And she's got yeah, quite she's a, a hell story. Of a story and, yeah. Uh, so it's been here. interesting. I haven't done that before. Mm-hmm. Um, d- done this thing where I'm like collaborating with someone and helping them write their voice, you know? So it's been interesting. And hopefully it, I, I think it's going to be a really interesting story for people to read because she definitely has been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, cool. Thank, thanks for the insight on that. And uh, and I got to say, uh, on a personal note, the the name of your first book, not that your the name of your second book isn't good, the name of that first book is still one of my all time favorites. Yeah. Like anytime someone comes out with the book, I'm like, all right, as a comedian, like you either have to come up with a pun or you have to come up with some. You, maybe you want to try to be funny, but life as I blow it is just like. Yeah. It's so perfect. I know. It's, it's so, a good. It's so good. I'm proud of it because, because it's it's it just embodies everything a comedian is, you know, which yeah. is like failure and you're you're wanting so bad to be liked and yeah, you know, all of those things and just you know, most comedians have the weirdest stories anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I know some girl was like the other day, not and recently too, sort of, she was like, what? I mean, you wrote a whole, you wrote a whole book about blowjobs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I did. You fucking idiot. (laughs) I mean, come on. I don't know who this person is, but but idiot. Yeah. It was an idiot on (laughs) Twitter or something. Um, and then, yeah. Has anyone seen my pants was, I mean, obviously a very silly title, Mm -hmm. but, um, much like life is able for me, it embodied like a bunch of different things where there was a story where I walked out of (laughs) a hotel room in, in a non-sexual way at all it was i was high and i as you should be and i walked to walk get around like, no pants i walked out to get like cheese out of this green room that i knew was there yes. and i looked down and i was like oh my god i don't have pants on i'm 35 years old and i don't have pants wait on. was this a well i guess you don't say free bone what do you say as a woman um like, well, i don't the, uh, commando yeah it's yeah. commando i guess applies. i had underwear on oh you did okay yeah so right, that's, that's good thank god for that <laughs> Thank God for those, you know. They don't cover a lot, though. Um, My doctor said to let it breathe, everybody. (laughs) Just grabbing some cheese. (laughs) I mean, I don't think anyone saw me, but... Uh, Yeah. I feel like I probably... Cameras are everywhere these days. I know, I'm waiting for for that video to come out. That'd be great. Um, I actually wouldn't mind seeing it. By the way, there's all these stories of of things that comedians do, like back in the day and pranks and all this stuff, and things that you just can't get away with anymore because there are cameras like it seems like you you can still have fun but you can't have as much fun right it seems right because everyone's hypercritical and like you said someone's gonna just read the cover of your book and be like what the hell is this a book about blood like pay attention yeah but no one wants to see past like the big bold you know headline or whatever it is that's all they read anymore they don't even read a story yeah they don't even read a story or whatever but so do you think it's it's helped or hurt more in you know like accessibility uh, everyone knowing everything about everything, yeah, uh, or at least access to knowledge, and, and cameras just everywhere. Like, do you? Um, how do you feel about it's like all double that? Double-edged sword. I mean, the accessibility is cool in the ways like show. Like last night's a good example. I'm doing shows here in New York, and like, um, you can say where you're allowed. At Gotham yeah. Comedy Club, yeah. I used to work there. I used to answer phones. Oh, you did? Mr. Oh, Mazzilli is the only reason I own a suit. He's the best. No, I look he? good at funerals, man. He always is Thanks, always. Chris. He always looks so <laughs> sharp. Like, even though I saw him last night and I'm like, look at you in your suit. I think it's 212-367-9000 is the phone number. I think you're right. I think it is. I'll never forget it. I mean, Someone will try it. I, I mean, I worked there when it was still on 22nd Street. 
and then oh, okay. and then I helped with the move to Twenty Third Street, and then eventually I went up the series after that. But yeah, but, uh, but the same way I couldn't give it up. I, I did Sunday shifts. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. so funny. So like, you know that feeling. I was like radio entertainment. This could go away in five minutes. I'm gonna have I, to keep answering phones for you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you feel me on that? Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah, that place is great. But sure. like the accessibility is, um, you know, after a show, people, you know. Will say like, oh, I sent you this, or well, I tweeted you this, and you're like, yeah, and they and they can't believe you remember because mm-hmm. they think someone else is sitting there. I'm like, why would someone else sit there and do my Twitter? I mean, I don't have 47 million followers. It's <laughs> fine, you know. And even if I did, I think it would be weird for a comedian to have someone tweeting for them, you know. Yeah. Um, but I reply a lot. Like I take a certain amount of time during the day. Like I'll sit down for 30 minutes and just like do oh, that's a cool. quick thing of replying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want it. I don't want to be doing it all day. Right. So I just take like a time, like a little lump of time and I do it. Um, so I like, but I like, that's cool because it gets people, they want to buy your books. They want to come to your shows. And I like it. Like I like, kind of enjoy knowing that like my fans are kind of cool. The people that come out are kind of cool instead, you know? Um, but there is a little bit, people also think they can, they just can tell you whatever because they know you. They right. think they know they you. Think you know. You know? Well, yeah. did John try to pull that card? He's like, uh, oh, no. but I, I watched enough shows. <laughs> Episode number, you know, 365, right. season four. <laughs> I, 20 minutes in. <laughs> he actually, I think it helped because um, he knew what he was walking into for right, sure with right. me because he was like, well, I've seen you on the show and on the show. You, and you're like, do you even more after yeah, that? That's going like, to feel good. You know, as a comedian, you're just playing yourself. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. Uh, so I guess that kind of helped in that way. That was good accessibility. Yeah, sure. sure. There you go. Got Worked me out. married. <laughs> Absolutely. It's in the bag. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know all that stuff. I mean, I feel like everyone, um, and I'm sure you go through this all the time too, like you have to worry about what you're going to, you know, you, oh, you overthink what you're going to say sometimes when it should shouldn't be that hard right now some people should overthink what they say because they say terrible fucking things and then they got in trouble for it but <laughs> right. you know i sometimes think like oh if i say this is it gonna be offensive even though it's co- in it's not coming from an offensive place but is there some way that this will be turned around on me like you you kind of think about that stuff now because people will just like let you read a headline. Yeah, or spin it however they need to, to yeah. fit their agenda, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's weird and we're we're entering a really weird period in comedy where it's gonna be a blessing and a curse with the presidential situation, yeah. I think. And like and I I I've been having this discussion lately with comedians of like, do you think Trump would actually have the balls to like reprimand a comedian? You know what I mean? Like he would probably try. He actually would probably be, be like, like you, you know what? T- I didn't like that joke, so you know what I'm going to do to you? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, just some sort of, like, way to stop art, you know? Right. I don't, I and mean, I, luckily, I think we're protected by the Constitution, but... Yeah. Um, who knows? Him, who knows, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's a wild card, for sure. Yeah. It's funny, because... And, and I'm not asking you politically, because I... No, I, I know. I actually just... I Politics are weirder to me. You yeah. You know what I mean? It's, like, a fucking weird thing, but... But um, but from a comedic perspective, you know, it it feels like most comedians are on the left. Right. And yeah, and very few at least announce themselves as right. being on the right kind of a thing. And but but comedy as a whole, you know, it's just interesting if it could be damaged or not. I know. You know? And I That's think, a scary too, thought. like last night, I I realized all three of the people in front of me talked about that. Talk, not specifically, but talked about Trump, you know, yeah, and yeah. 
I just right now I don't I just don't yeah. I just don't do it I don't find it a funny that really that funny and also I kind of feel like everyone's like that's all we hear about all day I mean I can't yeah every well, I'm sorry headline. I brought it up then no yeah fuck just you as, no, I'm just kidding no well just as a comedian because I'm so intrigued no, 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 by the perspective no. of like you said you have to either deal with it or not like and you're choosing to not even yeah. bother and that's that's cool I think that's great yeah no and I don't mean I mean like us talking about it is a different thing than that but mm-hmm. I mean I think when people go out to see comedy right now in my it, from my angle, I think I, I don't want to hear about this shit. Like, it's all I hear. It's on the news constantly. They can't. I mean, I think they talked about the Ohio State thing for like two seconds. And yeah, then it was back to Trump. Like, it's, you know, it's just like so saturated. So in my mind, I think, what do I want to hear when I go out to a club? Nothing about this. I want to like escape from it for sure. an hour or whatever. So I don't really talk about it in that way. But I do. could I could totally see him giving some sort of you know he, i mean he can he was like already kind of like going after snl right yeah, which has true. been a long-standing show that has always had presidents mocked and, absolutely you know and or some are even a part of it they'll come in and be like all right i'm in on the gag this, yeah this is fun he hosted it the guy yeah. idiot you know yeah. Yeah, like you hosted it you loved it a year ago um so weirdo yeah such a weirdo and I mean, he's on a like a i fucking one tour right now which is just, just it's, also it's kind of weird. a very bizarre thing <laughs> so weird. i feel like it's really bizarre <laughs> it is <laughs> well um the thing i love about you too is i feel like i could talk to you about anything right i could yeah. talk to you about sports i could talk to you about comedy i could talk to you about writing books all this stuff so my first baseball game this past year uh i was out in la Okay. And I took in an Angels Cubs game. Nice. And I oh, that was the the series opener. Yeah, the season opener. So yeah. it and it was calendar night at uh, <laughs> at the old. I don't know at if the you big have, A. Yeah, I don't know if you have a nickname for it that you'd like to use, but yeah, the big A uh-huh. or the big hat. I call it the big hat because I get the people big... like to say the big hat. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I went there and 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 uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm a Cubs fan. Okay. Right? And so this was the most magical year ever in my entire oh, no, life. No, congratulations! And, so and so awesome. Yeah, 2016 has been like a weird like super highs and super lows. So, but but uh, we went and the, and the Cubs just like lit lit up the Angels like it was amazing. Yeah. But but I had this calendar and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not doing this calendar. What am I do with this Angels calendar? So I'm looking around and there's you know, Angel fans are very nice people and it almost feels like the Midwest in a way. It's yeah, a, it's so does. I was Orange going up County. to them right and I was going up to them and like, Oh hey, you know, I have this calendar. I'm I'm not gonna use it. You know, do you have a friend or a family member? And people were walking away from this thing like it was kryptonite. And I was like, it's a fucking cat you don't no one wants this so are the Angels fans just like a not into calendars. I don't know. Or that's giveaway very... nights, or like what's going on. That's really bizarre. I, I had to set it down on a counter, like at one of the concession stands, and hope someone would just be like, "Hey, is anybody taking this calendar?" Because I didn't even want to throw it away. Like someone worked hard to put this together. That's and like really bizarre. It. You know, I'm not gonna put it were on you eBay. In a Cubs shirt, and they just thought you were like. I did have a Cubs hat on. But I don't know, still. but yes, yeah, still, it's not as if you were like, "Hey, we won," so here's the fucking calendar back. Oh no, or no, this like, was like before the game started. You, you know oh, what I mean? Even more yeah, it was just like, "Hey," like I was waiting in line for some. They, they had like a, a really cool sandwich there. Maybe it was the Angel City. They had it was like, or maybe that was Cleveland. I went to this year. Someone had a really bizarre sandwich. <laughs> I, I had never. I mean, it even, sounds angels ask yeah to have something terrible it. and and then the lady that was making this bizarre sandwich was so angry about working that i was just like i'm not even gonna enjoy the sandwich that sounds like i'm gonna angel go get Stadium. a different sandwich <laughs> <laughs> but anyway it was it was fun and the people were cool and 
two guys right in the row right in front of me caught foul balls. The two guys next to each other. Oh, caught really? Foul balls. Yeah, oh, that's it was, funny. Yeah, it was really cool. It's a fun yeah. stadium. It is. It's a great stadium. Yeah. yeah. There's I a and not like the best. I mean, it's usually like ninety-seven thousand degrees when you go, and it's right. always the sun. You know, in the summer, whatever. It's nice, but yeah, I really, uh, you know, it holds like a little special place for me. So I love it. But yeah. I had no idea that they were so scared of calendars. Yeah, it was weird. I couldn't give the thing away. I was like, you're not excited about the year, guys. Usually, like, everyone's <laughs> like so excited about the yeah. give the free thing. Couldn't you know, give away the calendar. But um, I get very excited about the giveaways for rally monkeys. Yeah. The, oh, I'm so on board with the rally monkey. In fact, yeah. I'm jealous that you guys have the rally yeah. because this thing's adorable. It does backflips. It hangs out, and you can buy one. You can buy one. And, uh, they give sometimes. They made a, a cowboy rally monkey this year. Okay, and I couldn't go to the game, and I had a show in Irvine. Okay, and a fan uh, brought me his cowboy rally. Oh, monkey. so you have the best fans. Huh? I know. I was like, this f- is the best person in the world. <laughs> now, it's and a- now I have this little like, what am I going to do with it? Nothing. It's terrible. It's this little tiny, <laughs> ugly. Rally monkey thing with a hat, but if, I love it. If you get a new pet, or I don't know if you've gotten a new pet, but it Not just yet. turns into a chew toy. And this this fan that brought it to you is like, <laughs> I had one. Yeah. And I gave it to her. I gave it to her. Now it's gone. <laughs> now, d- does it feel cool to, to, like, you're at that point where you have fans that do things like that? You know, you, yeah. like, you miss out on, like, oh man, I didn't get the NES classic thing. They all sold out. I don't want to buy one off eBay for 400 And if you complain about it enough, one of your fans are going to step up and take care of your problem, right? I mean, yeah, not maybe not something for $400, but yeah, they'll bring me a rally monkey. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Have you gotten to see the actual rally monkey? Have you been able to meet said monkey? No, but do, did he come out when you were there, like on the screen? No, because the Cubs, like from like the it was, first pitch, it yeah. was, I think the first pitch might have been a home run. It, it I'm was just, trying to remember if I was at that game or not. I don't think so. It was a night game. It was yeah. a night game. I can't remember which one I of the series. I went to the opener. But... I think I went to the first one. Okay. I, f- I feel like it might have been night two. Um, yeah. Oh. Well... The monkey itself, when it comes out on the screen, mm-hmm. is one of the funniest things. It in is. The world. It's awesome because they. Um, and I'm sorry you didn't get to experience this, but they they put him in with like a movie trailer, <laughs> so it'll be whatever like the big movie is coming out that summer. Usually, okay, they'll show that trailer, and then all of a sudden. The rally monkey just like is in the movie trailer and he, you know, he hits the button or whatever and the rocket takes off or whatever the movie, you know, and he ends up in it. And it's always this funniest, most, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Oh, it makes me (laughs) laugh every time. But it makes you so happy. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Makes you so happy. Yeah. I really love the rally monkey trailers. Now, what do the angels need to do here if we could talk sports just for a hot second? Because you got arguably the best player in baseball, one of the best players in baseball, and he plays for one of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah, they had a really, it was rough this year. What happened? I don't know. You start the year off, you're like, this lineup's pretty tasty. Yeah. And then nobody showed up. Nobody showed up. I think the pitching has obviously been a, a big problem. Right. And I think they have to take care of that. Mm-hmm. I got to get a couple more bats. I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's been. It's Stop signing bad contracts. Yeah, they've done that a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping they stop doing that. I think maybe they figured that out finally after Josh Hamilton. Yeah. Maybe that one really went Albert down in Pujols flames. was rough for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but he's Resurgence. Still, yeah, like, he's still doing well. I mean, yeah. he's having, especially if, like if you consider it, but he's still like. His batting average and everything was, it's always great. It's good. Like, yeah. He's doing well. You want him on your team. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know, clutch as they would say, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there's some, some things that obviously, I don't know if sometimes I'm like, are they going to fire Mike Sosha? Is it going to happen? But I don't think so. Yeah. 
but then again, at some point, something had. I mean, they let go of, um, uh, you know, the general manager. Why can't why, Jerry Depoto? And, uh, and then he went to Seattle and then Seattle started doing really well. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> um, well, you know, they Seattle got a bunch now. So yeah, you're going to change allegiance. No, never. I can't. <laughs> they, they try. They try. The fans yeah. there try. They're like, we know you like your angels, but come on over to yeah, the just did. The good news is uh, during baseball season, both of us um, get to see, uh, both John and I get to see, he's a big Mariners. He has see, season seats. Sure. I love going there. They have a beautiful stadium. That's one of the stadiums I haven't been to yet. Oh, I've been to like to 30 go. plus. I, I gotta get there. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so awesome. And it's so much fun. It's just like um, CenturyLink where they play, where the CX play. It's like, they're right next to each other. Oh, cool. Do they share the same parking lot too? Um, they don't, no. Okay. But, but they're, they're close. Like, they're yeah. close together. And then it's like downtown is just, you can walk, you can just go to bars. Like, mm -hmm. you know, in, um, in LA, the stadiums are, there's not nothing around them. You right. have to drive and it's a sad drive. It's a commitment. You, yeah. It's like, there's nothing around to do afterwards. You it's head like, to a loss, you leave a loss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not fun. Um, right. It's much fun, but um, yeah, there it's like, there's a whole energy and you can walk and you're downtown and, um, but the stadium's just really nice too. Sure. So the good news is they play each other a lot. So during the season, we both, if we're in LA, we, he gets to see the it's Mariners cool. a bit. And then when it, turns to the fall and i'm there a lot we get usually see them play the angels there so do you have bets you must have some sort of side bets going on i mean now this guy's your husband you gotta you know i mean we should you'd think we do but yeah we you don't. gotta set that up yeah you know, we're kind of boring that way something. i guess that's yeah, no not bets. boring some people just don't like to bet that's probably healthier yeah probably it's probably healthier <laughs> um i took the uh, this is the last thing i'll, I'll say about uh, a stadium there in, in anaheim is i parked in this uh where the StubHub building is. Yeah. And it took this weird mythical path underneath a pretty non-safe underpass yeah. through like a hidden it's you where know, the Amtrak garden. used to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just some, like I was like, I guess it's power and numbers. Maybe yeah. I'll be safe if I if I wedge myself in the middle of a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, it was like dark alley, and then all of a sudden I'm oh yeah, well, there it is. There's the stadium. <laughs> yeah, it's a bizarre. I yeah. what I do is I always take the train. I take okay. the Amtrak, and it lets you off right at the stadium, which is awesome. Yeah, and then it's, it's smart. just a little bit of a walk. It's great. Well, it's because I mean, you know, it's that or take. And I mean, obviously you don't live Your there. Traffic's so different. insane, oh, man. And the yeah. hockey playoffs were going. On at the same time yeah. it was like i had to tell my uber driver i was just like just let me out here i'll, I'll, I'll just figure it out i'll rent a helicopter or yeah something it, it, it can be bad and especially you know games are usually at 705 yep. on the west coast so it's like um huh how am i gonna get to anaheim you know so it, it trains 40 minutes you can have a drink on the train sure it's nice it's wonderful it's yeah, got a whole warm system some appetizers if mm -hmm. you will absolutely yeah. well uh before we wrap up so let's let's talk about what's going on with you now and in the future of comedy so you mentioned the the demi lovato book mm -hmm. but uh what else is going on you're on you're on the road now you're here in new york city performing but yep. do you have any other uh like more not concrete but just some sort of project that that you want to um, I'm working on something, but I'm not, I don't think I'm allowed to really talk about it okay, now, so, but yeah, like it's just fine. a couple I, things sort of like developing. I mean, mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to make it sound like it's no, like no, no. I, I hate, I hate Steven Spielberg film yeah. or something, but I just don't think cause like, cause there's like a contract. The JJ Abrams so. waiver. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> have to I'm wait. I'm assuming for that. that's a long one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, a couple of things that I'm developing, I'm working on an idea also of my second book. Um, oh, cool. Which hopefully would, we can sell as a show you yeah, know i sure. did that with my first one it obviously didn't get made but mm -hmm. um maybe this one will that's what i'm hoping for and then um a couple other things that i'm working on too like 
that to shoot like an awesome online stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that pans out. And then this book, um, and then yeah, touring, I'm doing shows in Tacoma and then I'm going to be in Portland at this theater that I can't think of the name of right now, but that's okay. Cause I'll put a robot find, voice. It'll in. be on Don't my worry. website. Yeah, yeah. Um, on Valentine's Day, which I'm oh, really excited cool. about. We're doing this, like, I'm doing a show, and then I think we're going to do, like, a Q&A with me and John afterwards. Oh, nice. Like, a little relationship type thing, yeah. but a funny one, which will be really cool because Portland is definitely Seahawks land. So, um, the guy who owns the club in Tacoma was like, hey, you guys, like, we should do something in Portland on Valentine's Day, you know, because I haven't performed there in a while and they definitely have a big Seahawks space. So it's kind sure. of like a fun thing to put together. Um, so Absolutely. I, yeah, I think that's going to be fun. Now, is he going to do stand up at any point? Does no. he have the ability, the potential? I mean, is, he's so funny. He seems he, like a fu- I mean, he's Canadian. Yeah. You know, they're all funny up there. Yeah, you know? he so, is really funny. And he gets he does do a lot of like local stuff. And, and, and um, you know, they have him always co-hosting this morning show on Tuesdays when he's off and like does all this stuff. But People always ask me, but I'm like, maybe, I mean, I kind of like would think it would be great if he would just host or something one night, just surprise everyone, yeah, you know, just come out. But I don't great. know. I think he, that's a line he may not want to cross. I feel like there's uh, and oh man, I'm forgetting his name. I feel like the punter for the Pat McAfee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, Colts. the Colts. Yeah. He, he's doing stand up and yeah. stuff. Put out a special like and he everything. Like fully pulled yeah. out like a, an hour Absolutely. long. Yeah. He's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy too. So, so funny. So yeah. I guess pun- punters, punters are funny. Punters of the new Chicago. Yeah. Right. This is the, it's the hotbed <laughs> of comedy. That's who knew who knew who knew (laughs) it's it's really funny well it's always a pleasure to see you thank you so much for the time yeah thank you congrats on all the success and uh, much continued success into the future and when you're back in new york we'll do this again or if i'm out in la maybe sneak up to portland yeah for valentine's day and check out this i got some questions for him yeah oh my god i'll throw him some darts (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh but this was great and uh, and have fun at gotham while you're in town great thank you all right cool cheers all right, we want to thank Sarah for joining us here on the Lap Button Podcast. She's a sweetheart. Uh, love her. Can't wait till she comes back. And uh, whenever she comes to town, she always rocks Gotham, which is cool. It's my old stomping grounds. <laughs> and I even remembered the phone number because it's been ingrained in my brain. It was one of my first jobs I ever had when I moved to New York City. And, and I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget it. Okay. Should I say it again? I mean, I said it earlier. You want me to ask that question? No, not at all. All right, then no. So, Matt, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Laugh Button Podcast. Everyone needs to follow us on all the socials at the Laugh Button. Also, subscribe, download, tell your friends about the Laugh Button Podcast. We cracked 100, man. We're past that now. Past 100 episodes. And actually, funny enough, our 100th episode with Robert Kelly was actually our most popular episode to date. Very Uh, cool. We just learned that this morning. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to be doing 100 more of these things as so long as you keep listening. We tell have, your fucking friends. Yeah, tell your friends. And, uh, Not look, your friends, your fucking We friends. don't want to beg. We just want to let you be, be aware of a really cool thing. And obviously go to laughbutton.com for all the latest news, interviews, reviews, and stories. Uh, we have some great stuff up there right now. We just reviewed Mike Kaplan's latest album, which is a music album. 42 songs, Matt. 40 two songs it's a lot of music yeah it's a lot of stuff it's very funny very cool and uh, a lot of specials have been coming out and now that it's january netflix is going to be having one a week and in the final week of january actually have two and uh and CISO's got a bunch of new stuff and there's just comedy flying at us from every angle and we've got it all covered for you on the laugh button and if you hadn't heard it that all this stuff came out well that's why you go to the laugh button you find out and you're like holy shit i wasn't even aware Tons of new sitcoms too. The Mick has, fi- has finally arrived yeah. on Fox, and uh, and God, it's always sunny is back. It's season always sunny twelve. Is back. 
That, that blows 13, my mind. It's like nuts well. how long it's shipped. Because that, okay, we want to talk about a show that hasn't dipped in quality. I really believe Sunny has it. Now, granted, it doesn't have as many episodes as a network television. Right, right. Which Sunny has, what, 13? But the quality's 12, there, 13, man. But the quality's there, man. It hey, does. if they have half the episodes per season, you cut how many seasons they've had in half. They're right at six or seven. Yeah, there you go. So, all right, that's going to do it. You can follow us personally on our socials at I am Kleinschmidt. That's him. I'm at Mark Says Hi. And that's going to do it for this episode.